0: everybody, and welcome to Reloading with Brittany Scovel. I am your host, Brittany Scovel, and I will just say, big heads up, you're going to have to bear with me because this is my first time ever talking in front of a camera and not real life like TikTok, 10 second little clips. So this is a really big adjustment for me. It's really weird. It's weird and very awkward. So in this episode today, you can figure out everything about me, my background, my life, my story, how I got so passionate into the outdoors, and how I got started with social media. So let's dive right into it. So a little bit about me. I was born and raised in a small town in southern Iowa called Indy I'm 22 years old. I have an older brother. He's two years older than me. We have a family business called Scoville Taxidermy that's been a part of my family. And I would say it's almost the glue of our family. We're going on 23 years in business, which is crazy. Some sports, I was in a lot of different sports growing up. I think I clocked maybe eight or nine different sports. Track, cross country, swimming, volleyball, tennis, golf, trap, archery. The main two that I've really applied my skills to, I would say, is archery and swimming. My mom is my swim coach most of my swim career. I stopped swimming when I was a senior in high school. Social media, so in 2019, I think I was a sophomore or junior in high school. It was when Musical.ly just transferred over to TikTok. And one of my friends, Brooklyn, she would post videos. And I always thought to myself, I never said it out loud. I always thought to myself, this is so stupid. Like, why would she be doing <laughs> these stupid, cringy, like, video TikToks? And so a couple weeks go by, she asked me if I want to be in one of her videos. And I'm like, yeah, sure, shit. I, I don't mind three views on the internet. And I'm like, I had no idea what it was, okay? No idea make that video i download tiktok and i find myself making videos of my own when i get home off of school and next thing you know i'm tiktok viral and i've now made a full-blown business off of being a social media presence so i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for any of you guys so i I appreciate it i think i thank god every day for this life that i live i don't understand it i don't get it i love it but at the same time i hate it So yeah, we can get more into that on a different episode. There's a lot of thoughts in the spring. I just don't know how to all spiel it out. It'll get there eventually. I want to highlight some key milestones and experiences that I had growing up. Something that really got me passionate into the outdoors. Not something, but a who. I would say my biggest three influences would be my dad, my brother, and my Uncle Marty. When I was a 13-year-old little girl, my parents asked me if I wanted to get my first bow, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get my first bow. I have no experience with a bow. I don't know how to shoot it, but I knew that my brother and my dad and my uncle, they all shot bows. They had bows. That's what they were doing in the evening time. They were all getting together, drinking a couple beers, shooting bows in the backyard. So my dad said to me, if you want to get your own bow, it is your responsibility and you will use money from your allowance to pay for it. And my little 13 year old self, 12, however old I was, I was like, okay, yeah. I've I've got money in my savings account. I have no problem spending that money on a bow. And I think just me saying to my parents that I would be willing to pay for a piece of equipment that was 300 bucks. 300 bucks to a 12 year old, that's a lot of money. I showed them that I was willing to pay that kind of money for a bow and they ended up paying it for me. And then they took us to the bow shop. It was a little, little town called Osceola. They had a bow shop on the square. And I remember very distinctly walking in and seeing this pink bow on the top rack. And I'm like, that's the one. (laughs) And so the first bow that I ever officially started hunting with was a Matthews Missions Craze. And I think that's an awesome starter bow, universal bow for women or any beginners. It's not a beginner bow. It's a kid bow. But it's also, when I say universal, it's an awesome bow if you want to start hunting. So... If you are watching this, I think Matthew's missions, flare, craze, all of that, those are all very good bows. Next, I want to highlight a memory I share with my brother, and that's catching my first bass. It's pretty funny. It's so innocent. So one evening, it was a summer day. My brother and I decided to go over to our neighbors. His name was Larry. He's got a farm pond that we would often go to. I remember at the time, it was when blackberries were super common, so my parents got my brother and I a blackberry and it was just to kind of use share, but it was mostly my brother's because he was older than me. Like I didn't need a phone, other than getting a hold of my parents and that's what it was used for. So I'm fishing over there with my brother on the on the bank and I catch my first bass and it's a big bass. And he's telling me it's a big bass. I get it off the hook. I'm taking I'm having him take a picture of me with this little blackberry little camera screen and I send a text to my mom and dad and I said, I coat a base. It was literally coat and base, not bass, base. It was just a picture of me and this big ass bass I was holding. So that was just a, a funny memory. I, I'll never forget. So, okay, switching gears a little bit. I want to talk about the birth of My Own Worth. If you don't know what My Own Worth is, it is an Instagram account I created back in 2021. The winters of 2021 and 2022 were probably the worst winters I've ever experienced. I suffered with really bad anxiety and depression. I don't know if you want to call it seasonal depression at that point, but I was just, I was off the rockers. I seeking a therapist. I was on medication. I was not okay. I was struggling with my body image. I was so incredibly skinny. I still am skinny, but I'm I'm just, I was really beating myself up with my body image all throughout high school. I was in sports, various sports. And even in high school, I thought that I had a little chunkiness to me. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't as skinny as all of the other girls that I swam with or that I played tennis with. And so I always thought, I'm in all of these sports and I am the way that I look because of these sports conditioning me into being fit and being athletic. So my whole mind thought was after graduating high school, I need to be very cautious on what I eat. I need to stay active because I'm going to get fat. If I'm not in a sport, if I'm not moving my body, I'm going to get fat and overweight. And the complete opposite happened. I was almost too scared to cook food or consume food. And I don't know if it's because I was just a lazy, I say lazy, looking back on it, I really was not that lazy. But when you're living in the moment, I really felt lazy. I didn't cook. I didn't consume good food. I was living on my own. I didn't have my parents hounding on me, telling me what to do, what to eat constantly. So I thought that was really a luxury. And that's literally what adults did was do whatever they want when they want no, you can do that, but I cannot do that. I, I cannot allow myself to be in the state of mind that I was two summers ago. So that is the birth of my own worth and that main Instagram page was to not only help you guys with body image and self-love and confidence and how to maintain confidence and relationships and just a deep dive, it was really for me it was, it was really for me to stay in check and to stay on top of my feelings and to validate my feelings and to make sure that I wasn't okay when I was going through some of the worst times of my life. And so whenever I had posted to my own worth, I felt like a big relief was off of my chest. And, and you guys were saying the same. So I was like, okay, this is going to be great. So that was kind of the birth and the invention of my own worth. There's so many plans. There's so much more I want to do with it. I will say, I haven't posted on My Own Worth for weeks now. I've just been busy. Life's changing for me. I'm grateful. I'm I'm grateful for constant change. I know change, not a lot of people like change, but I think good teeny bits of of change does really good in in people's lives. The next thing I'll briefly talk about is my day-to-day life, my routine, how it's structured. Um... And I wish I could give you a clear answer, but I can't because I've just started this podcast. So a lot of my day-to-day structured routines is gonna be switched up a little bit. I'm still learning what to focus my time on and whatnot. Another exciting thing, and we can talk about this on another podcast, but I I think most of you know that I am ran through a management. So I have an awesome management team that helps me with brands, sponsorships, really anything universal. If there's any social event or social ran thing where you see a lot of influencers together it's typically because my management best put me in contact with those people to experience and network. So, I really appreciate the social aspect of it. It's good money as well, but I really want to do an episode and talk to you guys about what I've been cooking up lately and that's this podcast and I have a virtual assistant. So, her name is Olivia. She's from Oklahoma. I don't even know if Olivia is going to be watching this episode, but I would say this is her first week working with Olivia and she's my virtual assistant. She has all of the logins to all of my socials. Yeah, she's just like the extra hands that I need. There's a lot of things in my inboxes that I overlook or don't see. There's a lot of things that I don't know if it's worth it or not. I kid you not, I get thousands. I wouldn't say thousands, but at least a, ha- a couple hundred of emails each day. I'm not even kidding you. (laughs) That was another thing why I wanted to hire on a virtual assistant was she has helped me build my structured routine, my day-to-day routine. She schedules appointments for me. She overlooks my meetings. It's just awesome. It is so awesome. So yeah, if you want to see an episode about management and my virtual assistant, anything about that, let me know. I can definitely do an episode on that. Some questions that you can I expect for me to address would be a peek into the day-to-day life of Brittany Scovel, discussing planning and the preparation of outdoor content. I said, I would be answering this right now, but I said depends if it's going to be traveling, if I'm going to have to travel or if if it's local. I'm going to be sharing funny or unexpected moments that happen behind the camera, which Abby, (laughs) I... I keep saying Abby. Abby is Abby Graves production. She is the one that is going to be helping me with this podcast. She's going to be the brains and literally the BTS behind this whole podcast. So let's give a round of applause to Abby because she's honestly the real reason why I'm here. I'm so grateful for you, Abby. I'm I'm glad you reached out to me. I'm glad we're here doing this. Um, YOLO, you only love once. I'm so nervous right now. (laughs) I'm so nervous. Other things that you can expect from me is asking me any questions. If you follow me on social media and there's any question that you have from me, I might create like a highlight or a folder. So if you want to ask me a question and you want to see it on the podcast, you know exactly where to go to expect it to be asked on the podcast. So maybe that's something that I look into. Also, drop a comment. Should I start an Instagram page and a TikTok page for this podcast, or should I just add it onto Britney Scoville and have it be on my main pages? I've been thinking about that. Personally, I think I want to keep it on my main page so it gets shown as Britney Scoville and not just the podcast separately. I don't want to start that whole other entity. But if you, if you think it's smart, you tell me, Linda. Oh, another thing that I really want to do for this podcast is open three to five small business boxes like I used to. So remember when I used to post about those TikToks about the unboxings, literally have like 20 unboxings a day from small businesses. I want to start doing that. I want to do maybe three to five small business unboxings. So if you're watching this and you think that's a good idea, I want to add that and have that be like my ads, my sponsored monetized ads, small businesses or any brands that I work with. That really fit my niche. Discussing upcoming adventures and content projects. So, we can definitely talk about the time Austin and I went offshore fishing in St. Croix, US Virgin Islands. If that is an episode you would want to listen to, let me know. We can definitely talk about that. We can definitely talk about the outfitter I work for in Colorado, Platte Basin Outdoors. I have found myself catching flights, going over to Colorado all the time since I've started waterfowl hunting. I'm 50%, I wouldn't say 50%, I would say I'm 75% sure I'm going sturgeon fishing in Idaho. I just have to execute the plans a little bit, and I'm not going to be able to have Austin with me, so I don't want to go by myself, I definitely don't want to go by myself, especially as a female, so I want to see if my dad can go with me, but sturgeon fishing, if you don't know what a sturgeon is, look up what a sturgeon fish looks like, they're so big you can't pull them out of the water, That's that's been a German mine. Turkey season's coming up this spring. I initially wanted to do a turkey tour. I don't know if time-wise, if I'm going to have time to even do that. At least I could do maybe a Colorado turkey, an Iowa turkey, and a Missouri turkey. So I guess we'll see. So stay tuned for that. I will be doing Missouri archery early rut this year. Um, So in September time, when fall comes around, you can expect a lot of bow hunting, hopefully, I'm hoping I'm hoping waterfowl and bow hunting can really mesh together in my life this year. I'm hoping the two worlds can can work together. But you know, this is what I think, you can't do both and call yourself a pro or be really good at both. To me, me doing both waterfowl and bow hunting and rifle hunting, all of that, I felt like in the time I I was mediocre. I felt mediocre because I wasn't valuing my time dedicated spent to one. I feel like I, I see better potential in myself when I really value and dedicate my time to one. Something that you can expect in the future is the works and pipelines of a 2024 spring women's shed hunt in Northeast Missouri that I'm trying to plan. Um, I just have to execute it and it's so close to being done. Um, and then I will I will start inviting. I think we're going to have 10 girls come out. I'll put it out on Instagram if you're interested. All the information will be on Instagram or one of my socials. Shot shows. I will be at the Iowa Deer Classic this year. So if you are from Iowa or in the surrounding areas of Iowa, I will be at the Deer Classic. I'm hoping to do something with this podcast while I'm there with some vendors. But I guess we'll see. I don't know if I'm going to have a space for a meet and greet or not like I did in 2021. But I at least will tell you what hours I will be at the I.O. Deer Classic. I also really want to get into traveling and going to different shot shows. I really want the social community aspect of that. I think it'd be really fun just networking with other people, other like-minded people that all share the same passion, which is the outdoors. Some future partnerships. I will be working with Ford dealerships in the future. Tidewee, PC Fun reels. If you know what PC Fun reels are, not just reels, they're a universal brand really, but mainly fishing. Tidewee, Tidewee is all of the heated jackets and stuff that you see. The oh, those blinds, the three hundred and sixty blinds that you step in and you can literally you can't see in, but you can clearly see out three hundred and sixty. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Okay. To wrap this podcast up, I just want to express gratitude towards my listeners. I'm very grateful for you guys for backing me, being a supporter of mine and just lending extra ears to listen to my dumbass talk. Was that painful to watch? Because if Abby edits this and I see it's going to be painful to watch, this is probably going to be the end of my podcast career. I'm just going to say that. Okay, guys, this is all we have time for for today. I just want to say thank you for tuning into my first podcast. And if you have the time, I would really appreciate if you could drop a comment, follow, leave a review. And yeah, let me know how the first podcast went. If there's anything you would change, if there's anything that should be added. Do you like the setup? Should I have another host? Should I be traveling? Should I be staying in this location? Talking about, I don't know. What do you want to see from me? Be honest. Drop a comment. We will see ya. Goodbye. I think that's it. Oh shit. No, that's not it. Abby, don't. Don't end it yet. Teaser for next episode. I'm going to give you a teaser for the next episode, even though I don't even know what the next episode is. But I have a lot of shit to talk about and a lot of shit to get off my mind. So stay tuned for the next episode. You are not going to want to miss it, mate. (laughs) Okay.